The following is my conversation with Dimitri Korkin regarding the history and use of syllabarized and refrigerator designs that utilize air graphs. It should be noted that Korkin is an expert on the topic, so it's safe to say that there will be some very interesting discussion in this episode. So without further ado, let's begin. This episode of the show is brought to you by Tune Renegade, the, the premier destination for all your cartoon needs. Join us as we explore the latest Cartoon Republics, interview the top filmmakers, and much, much more. Check it out at tunerunagate.com. Hello, and welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the history and use of syllabaries and refrigerator designs that utilize air graphs with Dimitri Korkin. Dimitri, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's start by talking a little bit about your experience with syllabaries. Oh, of course. I have been working on syllabaries for many years now. That's great to hear. So what is uh, syllabary? How did they come about? Uh, syllabary is basically a system for representing phonemes or speech sounds in writing. It was developed in ancient times, typically in the Middle East or China. That makes sense. And did they always use syllabaries? No, not always. In fact, most early scripts were not syllabaries. They used other methods such as logograms or ideograms or ideograms. But as the number of characters needed to represent a large number of words incorporated eased, syllabaries started to become more popular. That makes sense. So what are the benefits of using a syllabary? There are many benefits to using a uh, syllabary incorporated during the fact that it's more cost-effective than using other methods of representing speech sounds. Plus, it's easier to learn for people who are literate in the language in which it was developed. Yeah. And last but not least, it can be very versatile in terms of how it can be used. That's definitely true. And do you think that syllabaries will continue to be used in the future? I definitely believe that they will. In fact, many Oriental languages still use syllabaries today, especially in countries such as China and Japan. In Japan, so there's definitely a lot of use for them still out there. That's great to hear. Now let's talk about refrigerator designs that utilize air graphs. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about them? Yeah, sure. Air graphs are basically drawings that represent airflow patterns in refrigerators. They were first developed back in the 1800s by Sir James Cowper Priestley, and he was actually the first person to patent them. Initially, they were used mostly in ice cream makers and food processors, but over time, they've been used in a variety of other appliances too. That's really interesting. And why do you think that uh, air graphs are such a good option for refrigerator designs? Well, for one thing, they're very efficient in terms of the amount of space that they occupy. Plus, they're very easy to create and manage. You don't have to worry about any messy ink spills or mistakes like that. Uh, graphs also tend to be quite resistant to wear and tear, so they can last for a long time without problems. Overall, I think air graphs are a great option for refrigerator designs because they provide all sorts of benefits that tend to make them very popular among consumers. Thanks for asking me all about it. Dimitri, would you mind telling us a little bit about the use of syllabaries in Eastern languages like Chinese and Japanese and Japanese? Sure, as I mentioned before, syllabaries, uh, syllabaries are still used in some Eastern languages today. In fact, Japanese is actually an adaptation of uh, Chinese syllabary. So Japan, has inherited a lot of the advantages that... Sorry, Dimitri, 
I just wanted to know if Japanese is actually an adaptation of a Chinese syllabary or if both languages descended from something much earlier. Both Japan and China have descended from an old script known as uh, Shaoyi symbols. You know, so both languages are actually uh, actually adaptations of this older script. Interesting. So ultimately then, syllabaries are still used in some Eastern languages, even though they aren't traditionally used in Western languages like English. Yeah, that's right. English was originally developed as a West-East blend, so it doesn't have a traditional system for representing speech sounds. But that doesn't mean that scripts like Shaoyi symbols don't still exist. They just aren't particularly popular amongst English speakers. Pronunciation clip art was drawn by Sabrina Thacker on DeviantArt. Thanks, Dimitri. That was really interesting. So finally, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to share? I think it's great that syllabaries are still being used in some Eastern languages today. They provide a lot of benefits that make them very popular among consumers. Plus, they're easy to learn and use. So they're perfect for people who are literate in the language in which it was developed. I think that syllabaries will continue to be used in the future, and I'm excited to see what new applications they'll start appearing in. Thanks for asking me all about it. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking me all about it. No problem. Thank you for joining us, Dimitri. We really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. That was Dimitri Korkin from the University of Glasgow discussing the history and use of syllabaries as well as refrigerator designs that utilize air graphs. Thanks for listening. We can't end the podcast without a poem. So here's Dimitri Korkin reading a poem about syllabaries. Syllabaries are a powerful tool. They keep our letters clear and concise. Yeah. We owe our alphabet to a clever man, Dimitri Korkin, the inventor of syllabarists.